At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mitch takes the knee and this place erupts. That will do it. A major upset. And when we left the parking lot at Highmark Stadium last week, there were so many questions about this football team. I can't even begin to tell you how many there were. What Guess we... what? There are a few answers today. That's the end of the game at Acrosure with a final score. Pittsburgh 20, Tampa Bay 18. And so ended the curse of not being able to win without TJ. It's over. It's over. Yes. Gone was Minka, right? Gone was Akello Witherspoon. Gone guys were Cam Sutton and Levi Wallace. Across the line of scrimmage stood the GOAT, Tom Brady. He stared down the likes of James Pierre, Josh Jackson, and Quincy Wilson, and Elijah Riley. And guess what? The GOAT blinked, Max. The GOAT blinked. And the Steelers take down the Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Hey. (laughs) Down goes Brady. Down goes Brady. He came into Sunday 12 and 3. He left 12 and 4. And oh my oh my. What talk about it, man? I mean, what a what a tremendous team win this was. I mean, the fact that it took two quarterbacks to win this game um says one thing, but the fact that you took an entire secondary out of the game uh mind-boggling. And they and they weren't available. It was mind-boggling. Um, we will get to our kudos and our game balls later, but I am just so thoroughly impressed with what this team was able to muster. Um, coming off of the heels of of a bad defeat to Buffalo and all of the ire around the league and all of the questions, the whisperings, the hmm. murmurings, 
that went on. Heck, the doubt that went on, you know, uh, you know, up in the press box, right? I mean, right. we were all nervous about what was going to happen and what we could do out here. The biggest point deficit the Steelers have ever faced at home uh, for a spread, you know, in the team history. Uh, there was a lot at stake, and when I say that to a man, they answered the call, they they rang the bell, they raised the hand and stood and was accounted for. It was it was tremendous to watch, Wolf. It really was. You know, I was I was so excited just because they were competing and competing hard. You know, after yes. last week, it's just like you said. There is that horrible feeling after a horrible game that gives you a horrible week and will also bleed into the next game unless you make a determined whole all together everybody in and turn this thing around type of approach and that's exactly what it was by golly i mean quincy wilson has not played a game i don't think since i don't know a couple a year or two i mean you know yeah i mean you got you got uh james pierre made a couple of huge huge plays out there and was combative yes. all day long competing for that ball you know i mean i terrell austin you gotta you gotta give him a game ball him and brian flores and then let's yes. throw Mike Tomlin in there. Yeah, you got the the, the three headed monster of the, of the defense there. Those guys really came up with some stuff that I hadn't seen before. That I just not seen. You know, I mean, one of them was taking Robert Spillane, making him kind of like a. He did a lot of Minka stuff inside the box. You know, whether it was he, he did a little Tampa too. You know, running out to the seam route like fifteen yards deep. At the snap of the ball from the line, there was, I don't know, this, I can't say enough about the coaching, the players coming together for a great game to take down a great player. Yeah, and, and I mean, biggest play of the day, right? Had to have gone to Devin Bush on that two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. Come on. I mean, Give it the up. way that he, he bounced off of one player to cover the next player. You know, I mean. He took the first age, read away, didn't he, bud? Yeah, he did. Took the first one away and then came off at the last second to block the actual throw. I mean, Devin Bush did a great. I mean, think about Miles Jack, Iron Man style, right? Right. Yes. Miles Jack was was limping almost three quarters of that game. But that dude put his face in the fan every single time. And it was it was tremendous. Ball playing by him. Larry Ogunjobi. Ooh, right? yes. Was he big yesterday? Oh, coming off the back and then, you know, got shaken up a little bit more with the knee. But, or I should not say knee. I shouldn't be so specific. It was right leg. Okay. Right lower, right lower body injury, right? Um, yes. But, I mean, I mean, it was just, it was amazing just to watch these dudes. It was like they did not want to, they, they were not going to be denied. Not, no. not want to. They were not going to be denied in this game, and it was just tremendous to watch. Right? I mean, oh yeah, it was it was it was almost like a coming of age party for this group because you already had a lot of youth, and there was a lot of challenges faced in front of you, and you've been hearing all the about how good this Tampa Bay defense was. You were hearing how you know, I mean, obviously the legend of Tom Brady it, it beating you before you even get on the field, right? Um, and the city of Pittsburgh is two, 
and O against the city of Tampa Bay <laughs> after this weekend because the pins the pit the pins wouldn't whip the pants off of the lightning the night before. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I was trying to wonder where he were going with that. Well, yeah, because the Tampa Bay Lightning Penguins played Saturday night. Okay. That's why it was so busy downtown. And then, uh, of course, you had the Bucks game on Sunday and, against the Steelers. And, man, it was, it was just a tremendous weekend for Pittsburgh sports. You know, it really was. And one of the guys that played a key role was Terrell Edmonds. You know, you got ten tackles there, one one tackle for loss. As Mike, Mike Tomlin said, he was the calm and reassuring voice at the back end that kept the communication going between a lot of guys that, you know, there there are a lot of guys in that secondary that were wearing tags that says, hi, my name is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They literally, <laughs> yeah. they didn't know each other hardly, you know? And at the same time, you got Terrell Edmonds out there playing outstanding ball and then keeping things together by making sure all those guys were dotting the I's, crossing the T's, doing what they needed to do to communicate. And I thought that was a, a, a huge, huge part of it. That was great stuff there. No, it was, it was great. And you and, and from my vantage point, you know, I got to see, you know, Terrell just just orchestrating, right? I mean, right. just yelling at guys, hey, da-da-da-da-da, hey, da-da-da-da-da. And you saw him really mature and become like that signal caller on the back half, the things that Minka does. Like you saw him taking the text, the extra attention, and making sure he put guys in the right place to be successful, and it was it, it was it was great to see. And, and I mean, I was I was ecstatic. Trey Norwood also way to grow up, young fella. Oh yeah, play, he played a big game, had some big sticks, some big breakups along the way, and they just they frustrated Tom Brady. And then the pressure that that came to him, I mean, he was he was getting pressure. Uh, all the time, and so he was never truly comfortable. Uh, and it and it, it was awesome to see all the different things they tried to do and get into, the, you know, the right position and try and outflank us. You know, mm-hmm. I am I I was now I will say this I was really surprised um, that 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 offensive line for the, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know they're a little bit up in arms, but for the most part, they got all their guys. Uh, two new ones. Oh well, the middle's new. But veteran, yeah, Robert Haynes. But yeah, he's a, he's a good, competent center. Yeah, good, competent center. But he's not Ryan Jensen, no. right? You lose Ali Marpet, you lose Alex Kappa, um, but yet you pick up a Shaq Mason, right? I mean, there was there was some there was some good guys in there, and our boys just absolutely dogged them, especially in the run game. Like Leonard Fournette cannot get going. I know Leonard Fournette had that had that one outside run where it seemed like he was the unblockable man. Uh, you just could you couldn't stop him <laughs> for yeah. the touchdown, but for the rest of the day they bottled him up. I mean they they absolutely corralled him and kept him under wraps. And I thought that was going to be one of the things they were going to try and do. And the Steelers snuffed that out and made Tom one dimensional. You know I I just it, it begoggled me that he did not press the issue down the field. You know what I mean? I, I really thought he was going to go after. The James Pierre's, the Quincy Wilsons, you know, um, Elijah Riley, all these young bucks, Josh Jackson, and those guys, and and they did he did go after them, but it wasn't like he was lo- loading up trying to throw the fifty yard bomb uh, and and go over the top all the time, and he kept really w- with win- what they've been doing the last several weeks. I mean, he's throwing eight out of ten times, twenty five percent of the time. 
he's checking it down to his running backs. You know what I mean? But I, I really thought he might open up and go after him, and I was surprised that, you know, the, the, the most, like, upset I saw him was he went after his offensive line there, like right before halftime, yelling at him. And I thought, that's kind of un-Brady-ish. Well, you know, I think a lot of things happening this season are going to be un-Brady-ish for Tom Brady just because, you know, it's a different situation. Um, the uh, the way that he came back into the league, of course, this year um, after retiring and then unretiring um, was going to put some uh, some challenges in front of him. But I will say this. It was it was something that was that was tough to watch, but I've also seen other Hall of Fame quarterbacks yell at their offensive line. That never ends well. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I just found it surprising, you know. But at the same time, you know, if I understand the message that he was he was relaying was, you guys are better than this, you know, and you know yeah. that's that's the goat is one of the guys that actually now that I think about it, really, you know, he can get away with that. You know, yeah, he he can't he he can get away with it, um, like you said, because he knows what that expectation looks like. He knows what these guys can do, especially certain individuals like they're both the tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, but our our team just played better than them on yesterday. Yeah, they 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 got out they got after him. They they won the one on one battles. You know, uh, Gedeki. Since you can't say Gedecky, um, Gedecky, <laughs> Luke Gedecky, yeah, yeah, was um, what what was was pressured. I mean, Cam Hayward pressed the issue on that poor boy. Oh, he did. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 he's bench pressing right now as our show is is on air, <laughs> just to make sure because he, he he boy he couldn't get those arms extended to save his life. No, I mean, Cam Hayward was obviously more than he could bench, um, and yes. he, and he was getting collapsed. I mean, those were just. You know, when you look at those things, I mean, it just guys doing their job, right? We talked about their 111th, doing their 111th to the best of their ability, and this is the type of result you get. You know, I was – so, you know, I rushed to catch my flight, Wolf, which I I did catch it. You know, I, I, I asked – I saw – I'm sitting in here with uh, Wes, you know, and uh, yeah. Brian Lamartina, right? And I go – do we did we know did we find out if, if Max made it to the flight last night? Because I know it was tough. You know, I got caught up in the traffic oh. myself. How close was it? I was probably the third to last person to get on the plane. Wow, wow! And people people were like, you know, and, and some of the people that were on the flight, like there was a guy in front of me and a guy to my uh, across the aisle on the right hand side, mm-hmm. and they were like, we left the game at four minutes left. How did you – you were on the field. I was like, yes, I was on the field. <laughs> I did I did my final sign-off, and I ran to get to get to the car, to get to get in the car, to get here. And we took the most roundabout way, Wolf. What I oh, tell you, no. you would have been like – you would have been like, oh, my gosh, because we cut through the city to get to get onto the, the parkway. Right, right. And Is it worse than one of my schemes? Because, you know, you know yeah. I'm, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> Listen, but but you're but you're two for two on your schemes, Wolf. Well, okay, yeah, you're, we you're, we've made the you're flights. Two for two, yeah, we made the flights, and obviously we made the flight here. But I mean, it was literally I would say fifteen minutes um, before before, the, well, five minutes before the gate closed, fifteen minutes before the flight departed. Wow, um, that's a so little close. Yeah, that was very close and very stressful. But you know what? Hey, 
I made it. Yep. I'm here. And we have a story to tell. So that's all that matters. <laughs> well, that's exactly so. That would have been a bummer if you were still stuck, you know, somewhere in between Pittsburgh and Phoenix trying to do whatever it is, that, you know, this morning's deal. Because I know you got a lot of stuff you do. You got, yeah. Well, you got a couple yeah. broadcasts today, don't you? I have a couple of them today. So, yeah, you know, I definitely, and, and my layover was in Detroit. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it would have been a little tough trying to do it from Detroit. I guess I could have went to one of my cousin's houses, but, um, but no, I, I wanted to be home. I got home. Yes. And my, I was what time did girls. you get home? Oh, man. Uh, Those precious well, little girls of yours. They're so yeah. cute. So, you know, obviously I've, I've been, I was gone. I've been gone since Wednesday. So, oh. um, they were happy to see me, but yeah, no. So when I when I finally found my car, because I forgot where I parked. The, uh, <laughs> You're gone so long, you forgot the, where you parked. At the airport. Well, because I, I flew out on American, and I flew back home on Delta. Okay. So they're two separate terminals. So the first step was getting from one terminal to the next one. He had to take a bus because oh. uh, the SkyTrain wasn't running. And then I was low on gas, and then I had to go fill up my gas tank before uh-huh. I got home. So I didn't, so I didn't get home until like 11.45 last night. So you had to be kind of a little bit aggrieved there, man. But bed felt good, I'm sure. The bed did. I didn't want to get out of it. I yeah. didn't want to get out of it. But <laughs> you, the only thing that kept me going was knowing that I was going to be on the airwaves today with you, Wolf, <laughs> and we we're going to celebrate a victory. So We are. But I do remember a time when you when you did an interview with Tunch and I when you were in bed. <laughs> Hey, li- li- listen, listen, I'm not above it. I'm yeah. not above it. I have no problems doing it wherever it needs to be done. You know, hey, I just you just get it done. Um, That's but, tremendous. It, it, but, it, but you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you, you figure a way, right? You figure a way. If there's a will, there's a way. And if you're determined, you're going to do it. So I was determined and we got it done. Oh, there's no question about it. Look, there was such a, a palpable feeling of of relief throughout the city last night you know you just driving around you know seeing some people and you you know the neighbors are all happy you know you come home to your neighborhood you know yeah. and it's like hey we got one you know i mean it's just you, you can feel like that just this was a badly needed victory at two and four now you're still close to the lead in the AFC North. I mean, what the Ravens lost yesterday. Who else lost? What do we got? Uh, Brownies lost. Brownies well. lost. Brownies lost. Yep. So, uh, but the uh, but the Bengals did pull it out against the uh, Saints. Yes, they did. Yeah. So uh, that was a bummer. That that would have been yeah. beautiful had they. You know, I mean, what a, what icing on the cake then to have the Saints roll over the the Bungles, but it, unfortunately they weren't able to. But the Ravens getting tipped. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that was a complete surprise. I was not anticipating, you know, the Ravens losing. And once again, you know, I, I told I told this to my buddy who is a avid, avid uh, D- Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, he was he was like, "You guys still suck." I said, "We might <laughs> suck," but at the end of the day, bud, I was like, "We're still in our race for our division." I said, "You technically are third in your division." after that loss last night, and guess where the Pittsburgh Steelers are after <laughs> that. Oh, that's right. We're, st- we're we're third in our division as well, by the way. In ca- ca- case you were wondering about how it all played out, I was like, we're sitting we're, – we're, we're, oh, no, I take that back. We went to fourth. 
We went to fourth. Oh, because Cleveland and our us are tied, and they have the tiebreaker. Okay. And the Bengals are three and three. So never mind. So we're fourth. Um, I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on it. But we are only one win out of out of first place because, like you said, Cincinnati and Baltimore only have one more win than us, and we have the tiebreaker over um, Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's zero and two in the division. So I like that. I like that. Yeah. So you know yeah. So I, I'm still good with it, but. Let, let's step aside and take a break. Shall we? What do you think we're going to do in that in this next uh, segment coming up? What do you think, buddy? Well, it's the good, the bad, the ugly, right? So I think if we're going to focus on the good, since that's the first area of it, <laughs> I think we should, you know, let's start thinking about our first game ball each. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, you know, I think that sounds good. I think that sounds good. But I do want to make sure that we know that you can subscribe now to In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. And every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And we'll be back after this. We're on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Long count. Gets the snap. He's back. Fires for the end zone. Touchdown! Claypool! Wow! And the give. Is, oh, Mitch keeps it after the give or the fake to Warren, and he runs for the lead stick. Did he make it? Yeah! Bounds inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. You know, it's that Mitch started the season with us, so we had that confidence in him, that timing with him. So it wasn't like we had to figure things out. We were calling the same plays. Um, and hats off to him because he was very poised, and he did his thing. You know, I got to tell you, Max, my first game ball, I got to give it to Chase Claypool. This is the Chase that I believed has – I just believe this guy was was capable of this and, and do so over and over again. I hope this is a starting point for this young man. I believed in his, his talent, his attributes. But like everybody else, I kept saying, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, we saw it. This is what this young man is capable of doing when he talks about being a high-level performer at the wide receiver position. It's targeted seven times, seven receptions, 96 yards, 13.1 or 13.7 uh, average, and one TD. Get Zooks, man. That's, that's Chase Claypool, the guy that I thought he was. He showed up yesterday. He was who he thought he was. <laughs> or we who thought he was his, was his who. I don't know. Then you get all confused. It's a lot of French and Latin in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, you're right. This was the coming out party for Chase. I mean, like you said, the most eye-popping thing, I think, is not the yards, is not the touchdown. It's a seven for seven, right? Seven targets, right. seven catches. Uh, and and not all of those were easy, clean throws. No. Right? He made combat catches. Now, you go back last home game. You go back last week, right? Missed passes, missed combat catches, ball bouncing off, you know, his chest. Right. Like, he, he cured all those ills in this moment. He got big. He understood what the assignment was, and he went out there and performed – and 
so glad that not only did Chase come alive, but we also got rid of the other curse that was hanging over us, Wolf, that we didn't mention, throwing a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. <laughs> yes. We got to exercise that demon, and Chase Claypool absolutely deserves a game ball. You know, you got you got you got to just get get, get yeah, give it up to the big guy. The big guy came through. He played as big as his frame was, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Right, crunch time. Remember those third down, third and elevens. You know, third and ten plus, and there was no doubt. You know, in his mind, like ball's coming to me, and guess what? We're getting the first down. We're moving the chains. I thought that was tremendous by Chase, and and boy, oh boy, that 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 is a good one. And I just wanna, I wanna echo. I'm gonna play off of your Chase okay. game ball wolf, All right? I'm giving it to Mitch Trubisky. I yeah, I said there. it. I said it. I did it. <laughs> when you think about it, Mitch coming in there after Kenny goes down. Yeah, Mitch went nine for twelve for 144 yards. Touchdown pass, the one we said, right? Mm-hmm. But his quarterback rating, a 142.4. Huh? Say what? Right? A 142.4. Uh, I mean, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more proud of Mitch. When you think about kind of the rapid fall, right, um, uh, um, Right. With him, with the decision to go to Kenny Pickett, last home game, you get pulled after halftime. And Max, and then, that, yeah, don't overlook and, and and go ahead and open up about this. How tough is it when you face that moment when you get pulled like that? That is, I, I can't tell you what a blow that is to your professional confidence, your ego, everything. It hurts, man. It hurts bad. And yet that, that dude just... He just stuck his chin out, and, you know, I don't want to gloss over the fact that he was able to come back and right himself and do so so strongly so shortly after suffering what it, what a lot of people don't understand, how bad that hurts when you get yanked like that. Yeah, no, it is – it's one of the toughest things, right? It's essentially – let's just put it this way. Uh, if you have your, your your favorite whatever, right, whether it's your favorite shoes, your favorite T-shirt, your favorite item, something that that you cling to, something that brings you fond memories, that gives you that nostalgia, right? Everybody's got a favorite something in this world, and you get it ripped from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the amount of mental anguish, the anxiety, the angst, just the se- the self beating up, like the internal yep. beating up that you do to yourself um, in that moment about how could I have let this happen? What what did I do, man? I you know I suck. You know I'm not meant for this. Blah blah right. blah blah blah. You start reading into what you think other people view you as. It, your confidence is shaken, and to do it in such a public forum, right? On national television, a packed stadium. You, most people, you get to go through this somewhat alone yeah. or a very small visibility. You know, imagine going to work and doing a job that you enjoy doing and them telling you you're fired. In front of 80,000 people in, in front a workforce. Of 80, 000, <laughs> and, and, and millions of people watching <laughs> on cameras. Yeah. Right? Um, 
That is the biggest. And the fact that he stood there, he took it, he was dressed the following week in Buffalo, the place that he just was at. Right. That he, you know, he was probably had that circled on his calendar. Man, I'm coming back to Buffalo. I'm going to show them what, what, what they're missing out on, right? Right. I'm going to go compete against my, 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 old, my old buddy and Josh Allen. And you don't get to do that at all. You don't take a snap in that game, and, and we got blown out. And then you come into this game, and you're sitting on the sidelines, and then all of a sudden you're rushed into action. And to complete – this is the other thing. To have a 75% completion percentage in this game, and to know that you're coming into a place that essentially does not want to see you at quarterback. Like, the Boo Burrs were ready yeah. for, for Mitch Trubisky. They were ready for him to stumble. They were ready for him to be rusty. They were ready for him to play bad. And he did not give them that satisfaction. No. In fact, he delivers a W in Akershore against the GOAT and – Played a superb game, and also, I know, I know this this stat isn't sexy, but I still got to throw it out there. Six rushes for five yards. Now, the reason why it's five and it's not twenty three is because he got sacked two times for eighteen yards. Yeah. So they take that away from his rushing. But what he did that nine yard run? Come on now, Wolf. Let's that talk was about huge. that. Was that not beautiful? He knew where oh. the sticks were. He went right for it. Went right for this. He he wasn't sliding at nine yards. He wasn't sliding a yard short. No, he was going in there. Fa- and 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 is it me, Wolf? And let me not be crazy about this. But didn't you see he played a little, a lot looser than he had been in the previous games? Um, yes, he played a lot looser. And yes, you still are crazy. I mean, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. So, That's true. Just You're just right. putting it I'm out sorry. there, okay, bud. <laughs> Crazy for thinking that thought in this moment. Okay, how about that? I have to preface that. There you go. I do say a lot of crazy things. Um, but but it was it was amazing to see Mitch just kind of say, you know what? It's okay not to not to follow the rules, right? Right. It's okay. I don't have to stare down someone in the pocket or wait till that guy opens up. The lane opens up. Run it. Get mobile. I got feet. He knows how to run. He passed his conditioning test, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, and, he did. Yeah, and, and it was it was just tremendous to see a different Mitch Trubisky out there on the field. Now, obviously, we don't know with the concussion protocols, this, that, and the other. But you know, at first, that was my biggest fear was that you know you would have to you would you would be benching Mitch, and then if something should happen to Kenny, that he would have to go in. How would he respond? Right. Right. That's always in the back of your head because th- there's only two ways you can respond, Wolf, and it's 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 it's, it's the diamond method, right? Okay, tell me about it. Pressure can either burst pipes or create diamonds, right? Oh. We're talking about a piece, a lump of coal. Yeah, it can either it can either burst those pipes with pressure, or it can make a diamond. And I thought yesterday was a diamond performance by Mitch, and that's why I gave him the game ball because he came in. He stood there proud, and he played a heck of a football game, uh, given the circumstances. Right, coming in, couple throws notice, <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, on the sidelines, like on the field, as uh, as Kenny was getting evaluated and, and escorted off the field. Uh, he had a couple of throws, and then went out there and just performed. And I thought it was tremendous, and and you you got to honor that. 
I mean, for a young man mentally to be that strong mentally and us see the manifestation of that mental toughness um, and it end in the way that we did. Yeah, bravo, man. Bravo. Standing ovation. Um, nothing nothing else. I mean, you, you, you did it. Um, in the moment where we needed you the most, protected the lead, you advanced the lead, and and you you kept us in that ball game when most people would have written it off or written us off after that. Um, so so yeah, so I have to do that, Wolf. And I, I thought it I thought it was a great one to start. You know what I'm going to do, Wolf? I want to step aside because I want to keep doing game balls. Okay, all right. And I don't want and I don't want to start another game ball and we have to go to break. So I figure why not just break a little early so that we have more time on the back end. And maybe we can do two more two more each before we end the hour. How about well, that? You're going to pressure me, huh? You're going to you sounds it, it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but like you said, you already knew I was crazy, so I could do that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the true word, brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's step aside and let me just make sure that I say this before we go off these airwaves. Did you know the Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports is back? Yes, that's right. Stan Saverin is producing a podcast twice a week on these very airwaves for us and also in your podcastification centers where you can go hear Stan Saverin on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. New podcasts will be uploaded onto the Steelers radio mobile app, the, I'm sorry, Steelers mobile app, and also the iHeartRadio app. And then, of course, on all the other podcast platforms, you can catch him. So please tune in, subscribe to the Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports as he talks everything Steelers as well, uh, bringing you all the news and the updates. Obviously, he comes on right after the Mike Tomlin press conference. So Tuesday is always a good day to catch that podcast. Um, But, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to keep talking about game balls. We're still going to focus on the good. We'll get to the bad and the ugly later. But right now, it's a good, and it's good to be us on a victory Monday here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they give the ball to the left and from the backside, Terrell Edmonds runs right up Leonard Fournette's backside. Oh, there's a man getting off the field late, wide open. Here comes Connor Hayward down the middle of the field. 35, 25, he's at the 15, he's tackled at the 10. Too many men on the field for Tampa Bay, who cares? You can't get it with one, you can't get it with two. You can't even get it with 12, Wolf. 12 men could not stop the Steelers train yesterday on that play. And it leads me into my next game ball, which I've got to give to the young one, Connor Meatball Hayward. <laughs> um, we're going to come up with a new nickname, but right need, now, Meatball yeah. it is. The, it was meatball the meatball. Is. I know he doesn't like it. It was the Meatball Express going down <laughs> the field yesterday. It was. Um, but I know, he, when I talked to him pregame, he's like, eh, I don't really like that. That or shrimp cocktail. So we got to come up with something. Something better. But, you know, it, it's tough when your brother is Cam. Yeah. And you're not the same size as him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you are literally 
and figuratively the little brother. Yes, you right. Are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but I'll tell you this though: how throwback was it? Well, you saw both like his shoulder pads were exposed, like with the jersey kind of curled up underneath from guys trying to tackle him. Right. Kind of gave me like that Brian Bosworth type of look. Right, know? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was but, fun. It was fun. It was it was so much fun, and like you said, that play forty five yards on that completion, and how huge was it in that moment? Because that's what set up Mr. Trubisky having the pass to Claypool in the end zone to finish off that drive, but definitely sparked by that big play by Connor Hayward, um, two of three for forty nine yards, average twenty four point five yards a catch. And, of course, that long was the one, the highlight we hear of Billy and you uh, from the game yesterday. So I got to throw the little meatball, you know, a, a meatball sandwich, <laughs> you know, in the form of a game ball, you know, because he, cause he did it. He did it. He came in, and we were already down Pat Fryermuth at the beginning of this game. So Zach Gentry got bumped up to the starting role, who had a very solid day as well. But Connor Hayward coming in, a lot of those two tight end sets – and uh, and doing work as well. So he he was he was he was my next game ball wolf. You know what? That's yours. a great choice because also he had some added blocking duties that he did very well on. You know he yes. was he was the guy coming across the back leading on some of those what we used to call whams where he'd come across the back and lead up in the hole. He did that very well. Um, you know he's he's not that big of a guy. You know, is is you you, you yeah. kind of pointed out, and yet he goes in there and he gets some people. You know, he'll 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 put the whack on you if you give him the opportunity to be able to get down there and use the meatball express, shall we say? Oh, that's terrible. Because I know I got to be yeah, careful because yeah. I know he doesn't like it. But it is hey, it is it is absolutely a a, a great moniker. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. You know, if 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 you got a little sense of humor, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, listen. And the Hayward family should not be new to nicknames, you know? I right. mean, well, Dad's when name, you have – Yeah. I was about to say, go ahead. Dad's named? Ironhead. Cam's named? Ironhead Jr.? Cap, <laughs> oh. No, Captain Cam. <laughs> Jeez. What? It, you, you can't, you can't go off script that fast. You're the one that calls him that. It, it's I, not even you – na- you gave him the nickname, so – yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this will be an easy layup. Just throw it up in the air, let Wolf dunk it. You know, and never under, Wolf didn't uh, tie his shoelaces. Never <laughs> underestimate my ability to screw things up. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh man. Anywho, yeah, Captain yes. Cam. Yeah, so Captain Cam. Have, a, 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 apparently, right now, uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. Hayward will insert meatball right now. How yeah, about that? exactly. But you know, that's a great choice because, again, in the absence of Pat Fryermuth. You needed somebody to be able to do what he did. And, you know, watching, uh, you know, uh, uh, Connor this, this summer up at camp, you know, he's he's got great hands. I mean, we've, we yeah. watched him run some go routes up the sidelines, making some catches. You know, you saw that catch yeah. yesterday. And, you know, he's swerving and stumbling, bumbling, rumbling, that sort of thing. And, he, you know, he just looks good running with the ball, man. So, he had an important role yesterday. He he did a good job of it, and I think that's a worthy choice. I, on the other hand, I'm yeah. going to go defense, and I'm going to throw it to uh, Terrell Edmonds, 10 tackles. You know, th- there was yeah. no big interceptions. There was no fumble recoveries, forced fumbles, that sort of thing that, that he was participating in. But it was the steadiness of keeping the back end together that kept 
Tom Brady from being able to take over that team. You know what I mean? That whole yeah. that whole deal, man, with uh, a guy like Terrell coming up and making some of the sticks near the line of scrimmage too. I can't say enough yeah. about what he does in the box and how he's able to get to and, and keep his run gaps and play like linebacker ferocity and yet do so at, from a safety body. That's uh, I think he's impressive. Yeah, no, I I completely agree, and that and that stick on White in the backfield for the TFL, right? Yes, um, yes, was it was another one that I was like, okay, all right, all yeah. right, I got you, I got you. And Terrell was playing man on fire, right? Yes, I mean his hair was on fire that whole time, uh, you know, taking the responsibilities of leading that secondary, um, knowing that you had the Isle of Misfit Toys back there mm-hmm. um, with with the young yeah. guys with with experience. Um, and getting guys in the right place and just absolutely feeling and looking in control. You know, the Steelers never looked, oh, my God, you know, because they didn't have those breakaway plays, you know, that that we're accustomed to. And I thought that that was just tremendous. You saw guys playing really technically sound, trying to do the best job they could, right? When when you've got – and Arthur Millette. I mean, Arthur Millette doing a tremendous job in the game. I know the stat book doesn't doesn't reflect it. You know, it says only three combined tackles, but he was in on everything. You know, if he wasn't bouncing it to the next guy or clogging up a hole off the edge or just providing a pressure to force Tom Brady to, to throw it faster, I mean, Arthur Millette was doing a great job. And that, that comes on the backside of Terrell making sure that he backed him up at the nickel position and that he was they, they were transferring responsibilities and, and communicating cleanly. Um, so I agree. I, I felt like that, that that's that's a redemption ball <coughs> for Terrell Edmonds in that situation. You know, Terrell Edmonds did so very well, and I love the fact that you, you threw Arthur Millette in there too because he I can think of three times he came up and blitzed off the weak side and made a play. You Ooh. know what I mean? Coming off the corner, yes. coming off the B gap. You know, he was, he was yeah. instrumental in uh, tracking down Leonard Fournette on a couple of runs, or 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 the other guy, uh, White. I'm not sure which which he tackled, but I just remember him coming down the line and making some plays, bringing down that big hoss uh, Fournette and doing a job there. And uh, I mean, you know what? He was he is is Mike Tomlin called him real uh, NFL dude. He is. Yeah. Well, and, and he tackled through the legs too. It wasn't yes. one of those like he's going to throw the shoulder and try and trip him. Like he was wrap tackling. Which you know, I, I I constantly harp on this. This is something that are usually business decisions by DBs, right? Yes, <laughs> you know, business decisions. Have a, the infamous have a business decisions. The infamous, but always but always pertinent yes. business decision. And his business was chopping down legs and reform tackling, and he did he did he did it very well yesterday. But you know, my second game ball wolf okay. is going to go on defense as well. Okay. My my second game ball is going to the embattled one. It's a one, Mr. Larry Ogunjobi. Oh, there and you go. I give it to Larry because, I mean, you're going to look at his stats and say, well, Max, why did you give it to Larry? He only had five tackles in the game. Five tackles for a D-lineman, A, is big. But uh, it's it's the tackle for loss in a key situation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they were running dive up the middle, and he hit. Leonard Fournette in the backfield, like five yards deep. Yeah. Um, and then 
the two quarterback hits on Brady, like to pressure Brady before he wanted to be pressured? Because last week leading up to this, how do you affect Tom Brady? Pressure up the middle affects Tom Brady. Right. And Larry Ogunjobi understood the assignment and performed that assignment very well. How many times – I mean, the stat book doesn't show how many times he broke through the line and was in Tom's face. Outside of actually contacting him, he diverted the way that Tom Brady threw the football. And I thought that that was key. And then when he went down, it was like, oh, man, that guy was a difference maker because he was the one that was charged with the one-on-one assignments, right? He had Shaq Mason a whole lot, and and he was in there in the middle between him and Hainsey. And Cam was getting the double team. Alex Highsmith was getting the chip. So somebody else had to win. Good point. And Larry understood that, and Larry was absolutely winning in those moments. And so I appreciated the dirty work that he was doing in the game, in the middle of the pile, and he he did he he did a tremendous job. And coming back off of an injury, you know, when you know a week ago, I'm sure he was frustrated not to be out there with his teammates, um, to then come and answer the call. And that moment was huge, was huge. And uh, I, I won't downplay it. That's why I want to make sure that I, I, I blow some smoke on him because he definitely did the job yesterday, and it was noticeable in the game. He splashed. I'll say that. He splashed, Wolf, with, 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 the, with the stats that he did have. He did. He splashed and he splatted because I remember one yeah. that he blew up. I can't remember where or when, but he just blew somebody up. And I – and I'm thinking, this is the guy we've been waiting to see. You know, and I understand when you come to a new team, it's not the easiest thing to enter in and, and immediately make an impact, especially, you know, when you're in the trenches and so forth. It's one of those situations where your comfort level is not what it was. You're with some new guys, you know, you get some possibly you, you have different terminology and, and part of the system is a little bit new to you. So it's new kind scheme. of like well, yeah, new scheme. And it, to me, I, I'll tell you, the, the thing that really goofed me up when I went to Minnesota was the, the uh, terminology. You know, what yeah. was a read block between a center and guard in Pittsburgh was a um, – I can't even remember what it was called. It was something scoop. completely – no, like it was, no, it was, it was something completely different. You know, and I was wow. just like, oh, that's crazy. You know, and then, of course, uh, they were even to the – uh, left and odd to the right when it's in Pittsburgh it was odd to the right and even to the left in the numbering system so it was a matter of like when when you're tired and you couldn't remember which way was which I had to put an O and I had to put a uh, I'm uh, like an even on my uh, on, on my left foot and odd to the right um yeah yeah that's right that's what was Minnesota that's because you're tired I I wrote on a pen on the on, on the my shoes so I could just look hey. at him and remember. <laughs> hey, hey, li- hey, listen. <laughs> when listen. you're under duress in the trenches and it's 100 degrees out, it's a little hard sometimes to remember which is which. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I've had teammates who wrote, wrote it on their gloves. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, so it happens to the best of us. <laughs> and, you know, for You're not surprised at all, are you, when I admit that? I, I, I absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'm like, this par for the course right now in this show. Uh, but – <laughs> but I will say this, uh, for journalistic integrity purposes, I will say that you meant even to the right in Pittsburgh is odd on the right in Minnesota and 
odd on the left, Pittsburgh, odd on the right in Minnesota. So that flips it because – Okay, good. You say, you, did I did yeah, I do it backwards? Okay. Yeah, because you were like you're like yeah, it, it, it's odd to the right in Minnesota and even to the left. And you're like, and then it's even to the left in Pittsburgh and odd to the right in. I was like, okay. he just said the same thing, but he just flipped the left and rights. This flipped the odds and this evens. is what short-term <laughs> concussion syndrome looks like. Don't you laugh at me, because what do I always say? Hey, uh, you are the face of my future. <laughs> oh, that's a hey. nasty morning, isn't it? <laughs> hey, hey, but here's the thing, though. I don't, I, I don't have to accept the brain. It's just the face covering, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, exactly. I'd like a return, sir. I'd like a return. This wasn't as advertised. <laughs> I know, I know, it was on sale. I know it was on sale, but no. What was that brain? What was the name on the jar? Abby Normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Young Frankenstein. Oh, oh Young Frankenstein. Yeah, but uh, but no. Um, so Wolf, but before we go to break, second game ball for you. Second game ball, man. There's, there's. Should we wait until I, we come back? I mean, I mean, technically, we could squeeze one in, or you know what? Let's Why wait. not do it in the power hour? Let's, let's do it let's in the power ahead. hour. You, you'll lead off with your, I will, with your game ball, and then we'll have another one each in the next segment. How about that? Sounds good. All right, let's do it. All right, we're gonna step aside here. Remember, if you missed this hour or any of our show, you can go right to the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and also every other podcastification uh, station that's out there. And you can actually hear our episodes broken down by hour. So this hour, you can actually go catch and just listen to that one. But you're not going to want to miss the second hour, so you might want to string them together. So find you two hours where you can actually dial in and listen to the shows. But if you're in a rush, you're in a pinch, you only want to listen to one hour, I get it. It's only half the fun. But I get it. So maybe you might be on a diet of fun. I don't know. You're on a diet for everything else. So maybe that's the thing. But you can go download those and all of our other beautiful podcasts on the SNR lineup on Steelers mobile app and iHeartRadio app. We're going to step aside here in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.